Okay, Chris, so let's talk about ways to improve your click rate. So we got very deep in the weeds uh, with yeah. uh, qu quality score, and we talked about, well, expected click rate, it might be outside of your account to a large extent uh, or to a very meaningful extent. But at the end of the day, that is just the way it is, and you're still trying to improve your account if you're a Google Ads advertiser. So but before we get into ways to improve your, your click-through rate. And the first thing we're going to be talking about is using your ad copy to get a higher click-through rate. I I have a confession. When we made this episode, I was thinking about like, yeah, ways to improve your click-through rate. That makes sense. It's something obviously you would want to do. But what's very interesting is kind of what I was saying on the intro of the show. I cannot remember the last time I went into an account and said, I want to get this click-through rate from five to seven. I want to improve this mm, click-through rate. It's point. more like yeah. I want better search terms. I want better ad copy. Um, I think with ad copy, I am thinking about click-through rate a lot, but it's more so the things you do to improve a Google Ads account, get more conversions, get better traffic quality, get clicked on more with ads. All that stuff just by default kind of in, in, in improves your click-through rate because it makes your ads more likely to show up to more relevant searches and be more helpful to people. And it makes it more likely you're going to get clicked on. Yeah. So that's the angle I'm coming at improving click through rate. That's the way I'm coming to it. Are you the same way where you're just improving things overall? And as a byproduct of that click through rate rises, or do you actually look at click through rate and go, no click through rates too low. I need to improve click rate. And that's kind of top of mind versus other stuff. How do you approach it? That's a, that's a great question because you're right. I think when we were framing it out, I mean, we were really weren't giving ourselves enough, enough credit for what is priority. And priority is good traffic quality. And if you focus on good traffic quality, the click-through rate will follow. So very much if I see a low click-through rate, I don't think... Well, let me see. Let me go into the ad copy and you know see what I can do to try and bring this up. No, immediately what I'm going to go check is I'm going to go check the search terms, and then I'm going to check the headlines of my ad. And I'm going to and I'm I'm going to see are my headlines speaking to the same level of knowledge? Are my headlines using the same language? as the people that are searching? Are my headlines enticing people that would have this kind of interest to click on my ad? That's what I'm concerned about. I'm not concerned about, you know, hey, did I use enough mentions of our coupon code for 10% off? Because who the frick cares about 10%, you know? I mean, that kind of thing is not going to be beneficial if people are not actually looking for what I'm selling. You know, a 10% coupon is not going to make a big deal. But what will make a big deal is if they're searching for XYZ and I literally sell XYZ and I tell them in the ad and then I mention what my benefits and features and, and, and you know what they can get by clicking on this ad and what they'll see, they'll click on it. Now, in terms of improving uh, that click-through rate through ad copy, mm -hmm. uh, you wanted to mention um, we are now within 30 days of the ability to edit or create new expanded text ads going away. That happens on July 1, as we understand it. Yep. The reason we bring that up is because the way you improve ad copy to get a higher click rate is you test out different ad copy. Mm -hmm. If, it, Like, obviously, you got to show up on the right searches, but if we're talking about specifically how to improve your ad copy to get a higher click-through rate in Google Ads, 
you do that by testing ad copy and trying to find find something that's going to work. Yeah. Now, in the expanded text ad era of Google Ads circa 2014 to 2022, maybe, but it's out of RIP. Yeah. <sighs> um, the ability to create new or edit expand text ads is going away. So it was very easy because the ads are small, the amount of text you have to come up with. Subtle changes, uh, just little subtle changes. Change the order of the words or something like that, the, the headline order, all kinds of little well, subtle expanded things. text ads are easy to create because there's not a lot of characters across the different parts of the ad. And on top of that, it's easy to test things. Like you're saying, if you want to test a small tweak, you can test a small tweak. If you want to just test a different headline or a couple different headlines, Boom, you punch them in there and you can make an ad totally different very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but but now things are going into responsive ads, a lot more headlines, a lot more descriptions, and a lot more characters in each of those areas, um, and a lot less control over what shows up and where and how often. So it's a struggle. Can I say that on, yeah. on the air here, Chris? Okay. Am I allowed to safe, say I'm not perfect? Am I allowed to say place. I'm the absolute best Google Ads manager on the planet? I'm not even doing it for myself anymore. I'm doing it for legacy and to set a standard in the industry. To stay motivated, that's yeah, what I'm doing these days. You can say that. You can say that. Okay, so well, humble. I said it. So humble. Well, to, to make it humble, I'll say even I, even I am not perfect. And figuring out how to test ad copy in the responsive ads era. Hmm. Not the easiest thing to do. Yeah. Because yeah. there's so much space in those ads. And it's like you kind of test everything you want to test. Boom, one ad, you're done. Yeah. So how do you test the second ad and then control over how much stuff shows up? And uh, you can tell me to pin. I'm not the kind of guy that pins. Mm, oh, yeah. No, I, I, I go with the flow. I go with the flow. Yeah. I'm a yeah. D-pinner. D-pinner. I'll take your pins out. <laughs> So, Chris, uh, let me ask you for some peer-to-peer -peer help here. Um, okay. I don't know. Testing ads in the responsive ads era. Well, that's not a good enough answer. Think of something. Okay. What, well, I've, I've got some answers, but I mean, what, what? how are you approaching that? I mean, it is a thing. Yeah. I mean, I hinted at it before, but I mean, this is really what it comes down to for me is because we're now restricted to a blend of headlines I now have to stop looking at individual headlines and start making decisions about the theme of the headlines and, and what the headlines say. So I don't look at individual headlines. I look and say, okay, how many times do I just say the same word over and over again? Is that, am I, am I doing it so much that there's literally no variety? How many times do I use numbers? How many times do I use geographic references? How many times do I use availability mentions or call to action? You know, these types of thematic types of, you know, crafting the ad is what I start to look at. And then I look at the ad and I think, you know, okay, how does this reflect in the search terms? How closely are the search terms related to the ad copy? And do I just, am I just robotically just saying the same thing over and over. And if I find myself doing that, I try and move away from whatever mistakes I'm making. I mean, that's the conclusion I've come to now with responsive ads. I, I can't do what I used to do with ex expanded text. Little, little test here, little test there, this versus that. So you're kind of getting away from that and you're more so just trying to improve. Yeah. Just little, yeah. you know. I, that, ma that makes sense. I, I notice that I keep saying over and over the same keyword and instead I, I try a 
different subtle way of saying that same thing, but not just repeating the keyword. I, instead of saying book now, you know, I'll say reserve your specialty slot now or, you know, something like that. You know, I try different language, different things because, I mean, when everybody, if, if everybody has to write 15 headlines, there's going to be a lot of repetitive junk out there and everybody's going to look For people same. who, that, that's one thing that motivates me, for people who suck. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of the same. But I have found the responsive ads, the challenge that it brings to the table, I do find it motivating to really kind of think about what's some ad copy that would differentiate this advertiser and speak directly to the core emotional need of that advertiser. So yeah. uh, how to improve your ad copy? Well, improving it, you know, making, you know, improve it. Talk to your customers, talk to your business owner, talk to your boss, whoever. Um, try different stuff. Now, there are a couple things that I have been experimenting with, Chris. I've been trying some themed responsive ads. One theme could talk about pricing and stuff like that. Another mm -hmm. theme could talk about like the way the company's established, how long they've been around, all that kind of stuff. So that's a thing. And that's something I've recently been experimenting with. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but I'm tempted to do it. It sounds like a bad thing, but treating responsive ads like expanded text ads in the sense that, oh, you're giving me 12 or 15 headlines. I'll take three. Thanks. And you're giving me four descriptions. I'll take two. Uh, I'll, I'll just take two. Yeah. And you don't do a full-blown responsive ad fully with all the data. You can just put in enough to get it to save and run. And then that allows you to test, to better test ad copy because it's cleaner. You can put separate ad copy in another ad and treat it like an expand Texas. I don't know if that's a horrible idea because it might be treating responsive ads the wrong way and the system might be offended and go, oh, you didn't give us enough data to optimize with and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to show you as often as we could. I'm totally open to that being a thing, but it's something I'm thinking about. I don't know. It's an option, but. Yeah, I, that's, I mean, at this point, we're all still learning and it's it's very it's very difficult to uh, to know exactly what works. And I think that's honestly on purpose. You know, Google could give us more, but they don't. So we have to work with what we have. They're probably seeing a lot of things uh, with responsive ads, like their computers and their people are seeing a lot of things because responsive ads are so open to how you want to go about it. Yeah. They're probably just getting thrown a lot of different stuff. And I'm sure they're still learning as well. And yeah. maybe once they figure out what's wor what works best for them and their search users and the advertisers, win, 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 uh, maybe they'll give us more input into the Hopefully. Responsive ads and yep. more things to create.